From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. Yes, I am Jerry Brooks, your baby-faced assassin of freedom. Uh, Just letting you know that today, uh, well actually it'll be tomorrow, uh, In Black and Right is doing the Fabulous Florida Tour, our second leg, and we'll be doing it in Tampa, St. Petersburg. Uh, Looking forward to be doing shows Tuesday. Wednesday and Thursday down there in beautiful Tampa. Uh, looking forward to that. And then we're, uh, I guess we're back here uh, for Friday, or we may just simply take the day off, I don't know. But we're going to have some fun this week, and believe me, it's not even, well, I mean, the weekend, hey, the invasion has just gone through its first weekend, and I'll certainly get into some of that. But before we get into the fun of what happened over the weekend, I uh, just wanted to let you know that you can always send us email at inblackandright.gmail. Oh, not, not, anyway, let me try that again. Inblackandright at gmail.com. <laughs> My goodness, I can't even do the email address right, but it's okay today. Uh, well, and also our website in blackandright.net where we have some new features that uh, including a donation page which is going to be very helpful for us with our summer project and I'll get into that a little bit later but yep folks the invasion is in full swing now I gotta start off with a little something from the war room, Steve Bannon's war room over the weekend with a gentleman named Todd Benzman, who is pretty regular on the war room, who was actually down at the border over the weekend when Title 42 uh, officially ended. Mr. Benzman was uh, doing a live report from the border when he was interviewed by Steve Bannon over the weekend. I believe this was Saturday on the war room, but he gave his eyewitness account of what was going on at the border, and I wanted to uh, play just a little bit of it. It, It's pretty long, but this will give you an idea of what we are up against. So, let's go. You've been doing years of great coverage on this. I do want to start off with a story you broke here the other day and then wrote up a huge piece on CIS, and it was the number one link over at a Citizens Free Press, it got massive traffic. I want you to tell how this is all control flow. This, this is, they've gamed the system. The Mexican authorities, as you reported, are in complete coordination with the U.S. authorities about control flow. They don't want any more optics. If you see the cover of Todd Benzman's book, you understand they never want again what happened in Del Rio at the International Bridge where there are thousands of Haitians in the water under the bridge, it looked like a part of Haiti. They can't have that optic, so they have to have controlled flow. Walk us through your assessment the first couple of days formally of this invasion. Where do we stand, and why is this a coordinated process between the cartels, the Mexican authorities, and the U.S. government, sir? Well, first of all, there absolutely was a controlled flow agreement between 
uh, the Biden administration and the Obrador administration. It's absolutely confirmed they were doing it. They're still doing it. However, the te- something very interesting has happened with it. The Texas governor, Greg Tippett, uh, really has intervened by deploying tactical National Guard units that have gotten right down on the river here in Matamoros, in this sector at least, and I'm hearing that they're doing it in the Arapaho sector too, and they're literally stopping and blocking the immigrants as they come up the riverbank and will not let them pass. Uh, and if they try to pass, they've got pepper balls that they can fire on them, and they are not letting them pass. In that operation, it's got at least a mile of riverbank, as far as I can tell, on the Texas side. Uh, without them, there would be that controlled flow agreement. They would be bringing them in. But uh, Governor Abbott is like, really, yeah, there's my video of that. That's what it looks like. They're not letting them in. Those people are coming back to Mexico, trying again. They're beating their head up against the wall over and over again. This is stunning. I've been covering this thing for two years, and it's always a red carpet welcome on the other side, where they just come on in, watch your step, be careful. Uh, processing is up the riverbank over here. We'll have you in in a minute. Uh, where they're, they're just instead just oiled and boarded. Now, having said that, I do believe that eventually these immigrants, there's 5,000 at least behind me. I think there's maybe 10,000 are going to be watching very carefully from this point forward whether the ones that do get through are being allowed in through the loopholes. There's, there's a half a dozen different loopholes in this plan. If they get in, if they are let through in these loopholes, that word will, will trickle back here very quickly and you're going to have a greater surges. And I just one last thing I want to point out is that we're already at the greatest uh, numbers in the history of America uh, on border entries and every other metric. So uh, I know there's there's a lot of media down here going, oh, look at this, and there's this thing happening at the border. But this has just been going on for two years, two and a half years almost. Uh, we have five million people at least in the country. Uh, this keeps going like this, and, and the administration actually lets all these people through loopholes. We're going to have uh, eight, nine, ten million by the end of the first Biden talk. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. That isn't that interesting. I mean, this is not an accident, folks. This is by design. And oh, baby. Mm, mm, mm. This is insane, people. This is absolutely thoroughly in freaking sane. But yet, hey, anybody who voted for Biden, hey, you gotta love this. I mean, hey, we're just going to get rid of the borders, get rid of national security, get rid of everything. Well, there are consequences, folks. Here's one of those consequences uh, from just the news. Headline. Afghan with terror ties apprehended at border near California. Through March, and the subheadline reads, at least 70 foreigners on the terrorist watch list were apprehended at the border since October. We have actual terrorists trying to get into this country, but no, we can't. 
We can't turn these people back. I mean, we have to help them. For the soft-hearted and the soft-headed among us, uh, no, sorry. Uh, we do have a thing that's called the rule of law. I know you want to completely ignore it, but hey, too dang bad. You're just going to have to get used to the fact that people are not cool with this. Okay? They're just not. So I don't know what the, what the deal is uh, with some of these folks, but I told y'all, I tried to warn you. This was going to be a summer from hell in more ways than one. So on top of that, just to show you how much the Biden administration and the Department of Homeland Security and Secretary Mayuckas <laughs> uh, really cares about this whole situation, Re a somewhat related story. Again, just the news. Headline. Huge number of border agent candidates failing DHS polygraphs. Union suggests it's intentional. Now, half to two-thirds of candidates who want to become border patrol agents are apparently stopped because they aren't passing uh, their DHS polygraph tests. Uh, and so I'm wondering, you know, that many? When a lot of these applicants have had no trouble with polygraphs uh, with other agencies when they've uh, applied as candidates, it's just nutty. Now, the Border Patrol Union and its president, Brandon Judd, told John Solomon on the John Solomon Reports podcast, they're failing an awful lot of qualified candidates. And the reason why we know they're failing them is because these individuals have already passed other polygraph tests and or they fail ours and then they go pass a state polygraph test. So, uh, sorry, the credibility of Alejandro Mayorkas has once again, uh, well, failed and failed miserably. I don't know what else I can possibly tell you. But still, this is pretty messed up. At a time when we need Border Patrol agents, a whole lot more of them, it's like, nope, sorry, nope, we, you failed your task, see ya. So, no, 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 no. The credibility of Mayorkas and DHS is pretty much toasted at this point. Totally toasted. So, I don't know what else can be done. You know, if the Border Patrol can't get the qualified applicants that they want because they're getting pretty much rejected because of their polygraph tests, uh, I don't know what to tell you guys. I really don't know what to tell you. This is a setup. This is by design. You heard, just heard Todd Benzman saying that Mexico and the United States have a controlled flow agreement. Controlled flow, not what President Trump had, with which is uh, some 28,000 Mexican soldiers on their side of the border to uh, keep them out of our country. But now, 
I, I can't even begin to see what's going to happen over the next, what, year and a half as we're going full bore into uh, the 2024 race. I, I, I mean, yeah. Todd Bensman is a whole lot sharper than I on this issue. And man, oh man, if this is, if we're talking 8, 9, 10, maybe 10 million or more, oh, it's going to make President Trump's job a whole lot tougher. A whole lot tougher because if I'm, I'm not going to believe, and frankly anybody with half a brain is not going to believe, if Joe Biden gets 81 million votes again, hmm, no, no nobody's going to buy it. And, of course, you talk about election integrity, then some people call you, oh, you're an election denier. You're an election denier. I mean, how, do the, how does the left come up with these really idiotic terms? I, I really don't know. But if you suspect voter fraud, then, hey, check it out. And this is not just a Republican issue. There are plenty of Democrats and independents who want the same thing. Because they don't want their vote to be just kind of cast aside just because, uh, you know, somebody can. That, that's just really annoying. I mean, truly, truly annoying. Let's see. Well, what is next? Oh, yes. Just to give you another little facet about how the invasion is going. Now... I've only got the audio on this. I wish I could have done the video. But Ben Berkwam of Real America's Voice, one of their best investigative reporters, um, has been doing just outstanding work on covering the real mess at the border. Uh, apparently he uh, put a Citizens Repass, put a video of his on Twitter about how many countries these people are coming from and it absolutely should stagger you now i will warn you up front there is just a little bit of of uh, swearing in there but other than that this will tell you a lot just by this it's less than a minute and a half but just just what ben bergquam and what he's done is just nothing beats the mainstream media by miles. And I mean by miles. So just listen to just the audio of this video. And I'm like, and it'll tell you what, it'll give you exactly a little bit of a taste of what is crossing our border. Senegal, 
holy cow, guys. I don't say holy shit very often, but holy shit. They don't listen. India? India? They too? They don't listen. Where are you from? Huh? Brazil? Holy cow. Holy cow, guys. That's it. Let's... You want to see the death of a country? Right there. Mmm, 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 mmm. Oh, yeah. And that was just a very small sampling of how many nations these people are coming from to invade our country. That ought to either make you mad, drive, I mean, make you scream, or, frankly, a combination of both, because Joe Biden and his regime have allowed this. They've totally allowed this. My Lord. And yet, we've got this invasion going on in our country, and yet, you've got the House Oversight Committee looking into very credible uh, allegations that Biden, as Vice President, took money from foreign nationals you know, for influence peddling. And apparently, according to a report from Breitbart, uh, at least five whistleblowers have come forward against the Biden family. You know, and yet you've still got people in the mainstream press going, well, no, you've got nothing. This is just old. This is, you know, you're just, you're just messed up and you're, this is a conspiracy theory, blah, blah, blah. I was like, really? We've already had whistleblowers from the IRS, HHS, Health and Human Services, and other agencies that have talked about some really messed up stuff that the Bidens have do are doing. And Hunter. Yeah, we can't forget Hunter in all this. Oh, no, no, no. Uh-uh. Nope, nope, nope. This is going to be real interesting to see what happens in relation to the blockbuster bombshell news that the House Oversight Committee had at their press conference last Wednesday. So we've got, some, we've got work to do. Absolutely, we've got work to do. But it just really blows my mind that you have all kinds of people who are um, coming, uh, coming out and coming forward about the Biden family. I mean, I'll even play you a little bit of a little blast from the past. Tony Bobolinsky, who uh, handed over intelligence about a deal to uh, the former FBI point man, Timothy Tebow, who uh, apparently buried the information and is no longer with the Bureau. So yeah, there are major league problems uh, with this, but give me a little taste of some Tony Bobolinsky from the past. Oh, hang on a second here. Uh, just a little bit of a, uh, just a wee bit of a problem here. 
come on. We we got this. And oh, decades in our country's armed forces. Since leaving the Navy, I've been involved in various successful businesses, both in this country and abroad. I'm making this statement to set the record straight about the involvement of the Biden family, Vice President Biden, his brother Jim Biden, and his son Hunter Biden, in dealings with the Chinese. I've heard Joe Biden say that he's never discussed business with Hunter. That is false. Yep, Yep, folks. We've got a lot to learn. And apparently today, the House Oversight Committee is going to the Treasury Department to overlook and review some suspicious activities reports. Now, I told y'all last week when this um, press conference by the House Oversight Committee came, I sold you four simple words. Bank records don't lie. They don't have an agenda. They don't have selective memory problems. They are just there. And these are suspicious activity reports that are from banks. Actual banks. Not from me, not from in black and white, not from uh, any conservative news outlet. This is, these are from banks all over the country. And frankly, I'm telling you, this could, I mean, if the actually, if actually the FBI decided to really cooperate, oh man, this would pretty much bring down the Bidens or make Watergate look like a Sunday school picnic. But you got to remember, folks. The FBI and the Department of Injustice are weaponized. They are not going to do anything to bite. They're not going to bite the hand that feeds them. So you're going to see more and more resistance, more and more stalling, slow walking, obfuscation, God knows what else, from Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland. These two are a match made in hell, especially when it comes to uh, rejecting subpoenas from Congress that has oversight authority. These people are just lawless. They're just pretty much giving the finger to Comer and the oversight committee. It's like, hey, we're not giving you a dang thing. So whatever you do, it ain't gonna happen. So Yep, more lawlessness, more arrogance, more hubris, and it comes right straight from the Hoover building. Yeesh. Oh, my Lord. How, I don't know how the heck we're going to get through this. I really don't. But I can assure you, there's going to be a lot more revelations. There are going to be more whistleblowers. There are going to be more things that are discovered about how corrupt and how lawless this regime truly is. It's just a matter of time. And no matter what people like Merrick Garland or Christopher Wray, the FBI, and others do, it's going to come out. You're going to be found out, guys. 
So just get over it and deal. It's because it's going to come. And I'm more and more confident all the time that as these investigations continue and as more of these hearings continue, we're going to learn a lot. Now, the one thing that's going to possibly mess us up is if we're impatient because we didn't get into this mess overnight. We're not going to get out of it overnight. And if there are rep supposed Republicans who are going to do what they can to mess this up, you go right ahead and see if your sorry butts don't get kicked out of office because people have had it. People have just plain had it. They've had it with the lies. They've had it with the gaslighting. They're more sophisticated than you think. And it really sickens me that the mainstream media and the Democrat Party or the Democrat Party, whichever you prefer, is in cahoots trying to essentially insult the intelligence of the American people because these folks think you are dumb. That you somehow don't have the intellectual capacity that God gave a tree stump. And frankly, I'd be ticked off just at that alone. But since I'm learning a lot about these issues and I'm keeping track of these, it makes me even angrier. And people pretty much need to wake up, folks. It is not the time to play ostrich, especially in the faith community. I know. I know. Christians have been my biggest critic for over 20 years when I tell them about stuff like this. And it blows my mind that those in my, apparently in my camp you know, just want to bury their heads in the sand and hope for uh, the rapture and the second coming. Uh, we still have work to do, people. We still have a lot of work to do. I don't know where you got this uh, idea from, but hey, y'all got work. We still have work to do. We still do. And uh, hopefully maybe one day we might actually learn something from this. We just might. I don't know. But I'm hoping that we learn. Because if we don't learn, oh baby, the, pre, the, the repercussions of that are going to be mind-boggling, devastating, and some of y'all are going to wonder, well, what happened? And all I can tell you is, you didn't pay attention. That's all I can say. And that and speaking of all I can say, I think I'm just going to call this a day. Uh, tomorrow, folks, we will be uh, coming to you uh, from Tampa, St. Petersburg, Florida. We're going to have ourselves a great three days down there. I'm looking forward to it. So uh, also, you can still subscribe and follow us on the In Black and Right Audio podcast. Uh, we're on all podcast platforms, big, small, and in between. Or you can subscribe to our Rumble channel in Black and Right, and you can get uh, vi the in Black and Right daily videos. So take care for now, my friends. I will talk to you tomorrow from beautiful Tampa, Florida. And uh, well, as always, patriots come in all colors. <laughs>